Hey guys, and welcome to Pop Poor Review. I'm Matt Chico, joined by Kelly Gong and my brother Jimmy Chico. Say hi, guys. Hi. Hello. So let me just tell you a little bit about our podcast in just uh, simple four words. Reviewing movies while drinking. I really don't know a better combo than that, so let's get started. Today we're talking about movies, movies in movie industry's biggest night, the Academy Awards, the 91st Academy Awards. <laughs> but before we start, we're going to... Tell you our, our drink for the day. It's uh, kind of like getting the spirit of the Oscar. It's called the Red Carpet Mimosa. It's uh, champagne, cranberry juice, freshly squeezed lemon juice, and a slice of lemon as a garnish. So let's taste it, guys. Let's see how it is. Okay. I know you guys can't see this, but it basically looks like a bunch of jello in a very nice cup with a lemon. My lemon cup. I mean, it's way pretty. too big for this cup. <laughs> yeah, my knife skills aren't great. I kind of like it. Oh my god, it's amazing. Tastes like juice. I don't think this podcast is going to go very well. I mean, it's kind of like refreshing. <laughs> you all can't see it, but Jimmy's, Jimmy's face. I don't you like lemon. seeds going down the thing. Yeah, if you should put like a lemon and a half on the rim. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. But, sorry, uh, you know, it fits with like, you know, Hollywood's trying to be healthy. And this is a pretty healthy detoxing kind of drink. Really good. So, Tastes um. Like juice? If you want to know the recipe, exact recipe, uh, check out our Twitter and Instagram at pop review and we'll post it there. So uh, let's get into the main event, the ninety first Oscars. So would you? So let's get the let's get out of the way. Let's get the big elephant out of the room. What did you think about the show without a host? I thought it was amazing without a host. I do. I was very surprised at how smooth the show ran. It was. Quick, and we really didn't have any of the the annoying fluff that you see at the other shows. It, it wasn't. I'm sorry. It, yeah, my brother's playing with the microphone. It's very weird. So uh, I kind of liked it because it wasn't awkward. They didn't have like the host come out and be like, "So these, this is my joke about these two presenters." Bye, guys. See you in 20 minutes. Let, yeah, like let's be honest. Like the opening monologue is probably the best part. And they kind of had one, which I kind of liked. Of course, yeah. yeah. And it was Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, Maya Rudolph. You can't yeah. get any worse than that. And you know what? You know what the thing can't is? Can't get any that... worse than that. Can't get any better than that. <laughs> so I, 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 the drink's already <laughs> running right to my head. But I mean, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay. But let's be like a hundred percent honest. Like Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, and Maya Rudolph are amazing. But I personally don't think they have the they don't have the best track record when it comes to live shows. Like, the three of them, like just the not Oscars. all together, but just in general when they're when we're at like the Emmys, the Golden Globes, like you know they have a lot of kind of jokes that fall kind of flat. And they did this time. So, I mean, yeah. well, they didn't go political this time. There was a bit, I don't think, I think maybe speeches one really, like, speech my, like were political. One speech, What really. was it, like the Golden Globes or the Emmys? Maya Rudolph, like, she, I forgot which one it was, but she went out and was like presenting and it just kind of fell Might flat. Might have been the Golden Globes. I, yeah, I think it was the Golden Globes. That kind of fell flat. But I thought the way they opened up this Oscars was absolutely amazing. Yeah, like, what a way to start. I, I like that. The only thing is, like, I, I, I like when they have like one big like musical number in the beginning. But I liked how they like replaced it with Queen. It was a good like it was a good like replacement for not having the real thing, but getting like a little quick version of it, like a quick opening and a quick like monologue. I think everyone would prefer this format over the old format. Yeah, but what happens when there's no musical biopic that year that everyone's obsessed with? Well, they get. I think either they have. 
people come and do like a number like they did like have like just random celebrities come in like musical people and just do like one big musical number you know or opening act. You need a musical number. You could do like what a lot of the hosts used to do, like what they do for the MTV MTV Movie Awards. Do a do a montage. That, I like. I like. I, I thought they were gonna do that in the beginning, you know, but it was just a montage. They did a normal. montage and it was a good montage. Like if you don't have the big musical act, just like have just yeah. make a a funny montage, something like that. That's something the only. Yeah. That's probably the only thing that I actually like about the MTV Movie Awards. Oh, when they put themselves in. When they put themselves yeah. in the movie, because it's like it's enjoyable. So I think they could do that. They don't have to have a huge mm. musical number every single year. I mean, we know that probably Elton John. If they do, if they have no host, thing, Elton John will probably be singing next year with Taron yeah, Egerton, and because they already did the Oscar party, so. Uh, and where, they both can sing. And they, yeah, they're both pretty good. So I didn't know how good of a singer he was, but we're getting off track. I mean, there. they didn't, they didn't bring up Rami Malek to sing with Queen. Rami Malek can't sing. Like, because he wasn't singing. <laughs> but I mean, I kind of like the little, the little bits they did, like Melissa McCarthy and I'm sorry, what was his name? Uh, Brian, Brian Tyree, Tyree Henry. Henry. That, that was funny, and they did one more little. That was probably the funniest thing that happened yeah. in the show, though. I don't like. I was cracking up, and they did it perfectly. Yeah. Also, because Melissa McCarthy didn't go into one of her, like, little rants. I love Melissa McCarthy. Don't get me wrong, people. I love Melissa McCarthy, but I just, uh, the part where she starts going ranting and just throwing F-bombs everywhere, like, that gets a little stale. No, yeah. But, like, what was, who, there was two other people who, oh, um, Aquafina and John Mulaney, they did a little uh, bit. They were all right. They were okay. I thought Aquafina, who was funny. I think Spike Lee didn't care for Aquafina's little joke no, right there. Funny. But I thought it was a little funny. But I like how that kind of moved the night along. It wasn't like it wasn't like they had to stop the whole show. That the host came out. They were like, blah 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 blah. Okay, bye guys. It just kept it moving. It was more like natural feeling. No, yeah, it was fine. But you know, as two people who are also comedians and have you know comedy special on Netflix, I expected yeah. a little better from them. She has a comedy special on Netflix. Yeah, well, she used to. Oh, I didn't know that. But you know. From two people who are comedians no, and exactly. have stand-up shows. And pretty funny, yeah. You know, it, they should have had a, it should have been better than it was. So, we talked about Queen's opening performance. Let's kind of just, let's, let's rate. stick with that musical. Let's, still, let's stick with the musical theme. And let's talk about the other, like, best song nominee performances. Oh, Jennifer Hudson, what the hell happened to you? I didn't, maybe I wasn't paying attention as much, but I didn't see how bad it was compared to what people are saying. She, she looked like she was about to fall asleep. Uh, Maybe she did not hit the high notes. She no. did not like. She fell super. Because it's a good song. And yeah, there's nothing wrong with the song. No, I'm saying I thought yeah. Performance execution was not great. Like you could hear her straining. Oh really? Was, no, and then she was going kind of flat. Disclaimer: I'm not a I'm not a singer or anything like that. But I could tell that it was not. She was not on that night. Well, let's talk about who wasn't there, and it was Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Which is not singing all the stars, which I would have loved to see because I, I, I think like that everyone song. would have liked to see that. Black Panther soundtrack is amazing, and that's why it won Best Score also. And Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Well, I think that's Just what everything. made the song really good. <laughs> but I mean, they understand to the point where, like, if Kendrick Lamar wasn't going to do it, they weren't going to do it at all, which, it's made, which makes sense. It's better. But they had like some BS answer. They were like, "Oh, we figured out by the time the nominations came out, we couldn't schedule them." But then they were saying that he was going to be there. And that was after the nomination, so it was almost like I think maybe he backed out. Because I don't had think some, he like, would have backed out. The thing is, I don't think he backed out. I think because the Oscars have 
fuck up so much with like their decisions this year that they were just like we need to we just need to like put Maybe. something out there we need to put a statement out because there. Orig- especially like a child being like oh I fucked up before and now I have to explain yeah. myself that might, that might Maybe because like yeah. I mean originally it was only supposed to be all the, the stars in the shallow supposed yeah. to be sung and then everyone went to a they were like no you can't just do two and then that's it let's just say the Oscars were the biggest like flip floppers this year Anyone ever seen? Like, can you literally like scream the definition of peer pressure? You know, you see Oscars right there. Which I was one hundred percent happy that they decided to air the the two short doc, uh, the two short categories and the editing and cinematography. The fact that they even thought about editing. Well, the two short categories were never going to be cut. It was they no, were cutting no, no, they four. Were, they were cutting four. I know, but it was it was um, editing, cinematography, hair, and makeup, and yeah. Oh, my fault. I thought yeah. was, I thought they had said that it was two. No, they were getting rid of. Like a lot of the technical, but I mean, editing, which yeah. ended up being like the biggest awards of the night. And probably. editing and cinematography, you can't without those. There are no movies, so exactly. I don't know why they would cut. They decided to cut those. To me, I, they should have cut the shorts if they were good. I don't think they should have cut anything, but if they were, it should have been like before, like do, short documentary, live action, and animated oh, three. If shorts. they had to, if they had to, yeah. I don't know what happened. It's like basically they like woke up and they were like, "Oh, let's cut this," and then realized later, "Fuck." made a mistake yeah uh back to the songs though there was david i mean none of us probably i don't know who this is but david rawlings and jillian welch singing when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings <laughs> i'm gonna be 100 percent honest i hate country music so country music is not on my like uh, it is nowhere on my playlist i i mean it's a song it's, i kind of zoned out during that yeah song. i like country music but i hate this movie so much the battle of buster scruggs that was on netflix I hated it so much, and the song in the movie makes you hate it. And this one wasn't as bad, but, like, it's just such a sour taste in my mouth that I was like, no, no thanks. It's uh, just no, no interest. I little, little to less than zero interest in yeah. that song. So. Uh, we got another great singer, Bette Midler, singing The Place Where Lost Things Go from Mary Poppins Returns. I'll be quite honest. Like, I like Bette Midler, but, like, I didn't really care for her performance. Oh, really? Well, I was going to say, she did a really good job. I her. didn't care for that song. I don't even think that's the best song. Yeah. I don't even remember that song in the movie. Yeah. When, I think. She sang it when they came out of spoiler the vase. Oh, spoiler alert. When they came out of the, the vase, after that cartoon thing. Yeah, they were like, it was still, bed, right? It was still broken. They were like, well, how is it still broken? And then it somehow got to their mother, and she was like, the peace and your mother are all where lost things go. And it was kind of like easing them with their mother's death. I didn't think... I mean, like, I think it's the wrong song. I... I like the song they sing when they're taking a bath. Can you imagine that? that yeah, can really you imagine that? They say it, but the, can you imagine that song? <laughs> that was a good I, song. I think that was a good song. I just don't think. And I'll be honest, like I would have, I would have liked seeing Emily Blunt performing live. I wish it was Emily Blunt and Julie Andrews. I have, Julie Andrews, I don't think can sing anymore. She, she, can, she, but she can sing a part. She, I'm not no. saying go like no, 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 she, she literally cannot. Oh sing. really? She, yeah, she uh, got like throat surgery, and like, I thought she last, could do a little bit though. The last time that she sang was like. Princess Diaries too, and that was probably the last time anyone. I thought she's saying the hills are alive at like. No, that was Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga did that sound. She medley. came out. She I, came out and presented the award that's, afterwards. That's why I was like, wait, I thought. I just don't think I I I, I love Bette Miller. She's an amazing performer, but yeah, I was not like you. Oh, I'm the opposite. I thought it was. I just thought she did it really well. I was like, oh, it's really like I was not expecting it to go like as well because the song's kind of slow and stuff. But she kind of like I don't know brought some life into it. Also, it might have been just my TV, but like I felt like it was like insanely loud. It could have been just been my TV. Because I don't think it was for like, us. 
for me, it just felt like it was insanely loud. Yeah, but, I really don't remember it being the sound being any weirder than normal. Yeah, but last but not least, Shallow. the winner for best song, Shallows, which was performed by Lady Gaga. Is it just Bradley. Shallow? Oh, is it just Shallow? I thought it was Shallows. It's okay. It's Shallow. Shallow? I'm okay. Sure. Yeah, I think it is. Because um, I don't think they say, in the shallows. <laughs> I mean, that's true. But either way. Either way, that was, I, I really liked it. It is shallow. My bad. Um, I, I really liked it. I kind of liked the way they did it. It was very, like, it, fa- like, it faced the audience. It, it was kind of different. It felt more intimate. It yeah. felt like an intimate It was very intimate. The only thing is that I was so used to Bradley Cooper, Bradley Cooper's his voice. voice. I know. I, that yeah. I kind of was like, oh, that's not his movie voice. So it just, that's his I normal also, voice. I also felt bad because he was really, you can tell he was very nervous. But you know, he did really well. He only had like really he, one voice. Yeah, track. he did do it. And then you had Lady Gaga. I thought they weren't going to do the part where she just screams, ah. I love that. That's my favorite part. Yeah, that's like everyone's part favorite too. part. That's, that's why I was like, ha- yeah. I'm like, for a second, I thought they weren't going to get to it. And I was like, okay, nope, there it is. But um, I thought at the very end, like she turns to him and like almost looks like they're about to make out. Yeah. And I was like, I think Whoa. everyone was trying to shit I think she, together. like, got really into it, and she, like, thought they were filming the movie again, and she was like, oh, well, no, she's, like a, she's pretty much, like, a method actor, if you think about it. Yeah. She just gets super into it, because, like, I'm not gonna lie, when they put their heads together, I was getting, like, secondhand embarrassment, because I was like, I don't, I feel like I'm intruding on a super, like, super intimate moment His girlfriend's, right now. like, a foot away from you guys. The mother like, of his child. And, oh, is, is Okay, I wasn't sure. <laughs> And his mother, actual mother, was like, you guys got some people in the audience watching this. But you know, it was like so clear that, I, the, it was so clear that they put so much effort into that one performance because they were like, every little thing was mm-hmm. choreographed about I like when all this stuff came out. I thought they were on the piano. I was like, did they just roll them out on the, on the piano when they first, when the curtain pulled up and they, all the crew was just like pushing everything towards the stage. I, I mean, was like they were also advertising it from the first commercial like and it coming was up. Like the Lady Gaga and and Bradley Cooper at like 802 and it was didn't go Which on is to like at least right. no, but that's what they did last year with with um This Is Me and The Greatest Showman. They knew that that was the most popular song. Yeah. And they kept advertising it over and over again, and that was the last song to go on. I mean, the same with Let It Go. That's what everyone was watching in that that award show. Yeah, that's why I think also... But This Is Me should have won... I'm sorry, that is the... Where where is Oscars in November? I mean, I liked... No, This Is Me should have won. No, This Is Me should have won. I mean, they're both really good songs. Okay, but This Is Me should have won. She had a stroke. I think the biggest biggest snub was when the song of Diane Warren and Lady Gaga... Oh, if it happens to you. If it happens to you in the the Spectre... Oh, God, the Spectre was What's his name? Sam Sam Smith? That's the biggest snub. That, I'm sorry, that's the biggest it's snub. It's probably because I have a two-year obsession with The Greatest Showman that is continuously playing. Which is true. <laughs> over and over in my head. This is The Greatest Show. But, yeah, so, my singing? <laughs> talking about winners and losers and everything, um, possibly my favorite win of the night was Olivia Coleman. I yes, yes, I, I yes, had a queen. feeling that she was going to. I knew it. I, I had to a win. I like. No, you freaking yeah, did. Yeah, I did. I, I did. I thought. Well, I thought Glenn Close. Like, you oh, know, this sorry. is her seventh nomination. Like, oh the Chico, the Chico brothers. Sometimes, like, you know, I, I get them mixed up. Okay. I, I had a feeling. I was like, something just tells me that she's going to win. Like, Glenn Close, I'm like, this is going to be her seventh nomination. She's never won. She's one of, like, Hollywood's best actresses. But that doesn't automatically and yet, mean and she yet, I know, I don't like that about But she actress. was great in The White. Olivia Coleman, though. She was, but I think Olivia Coleman did win an Oscar for saying, I like it when she puts her tongue in me. So, I mean, right there. 
That is what an Oscar winner has said. I'm but also, <laughs> I, I saw all the Best Actress like movies, and I think that Glenn Close was really good, but I think Olivia Coleman was just like, she you like she made you laugh. She actually felt bad. Like she had like everything. She had like the biggest range in that movie. And I thought and she had like a bunch of bunnies. So I mean And now Netflix must be like, haha, we out of her cheat before she won her Oscar for the crown. <laughs> Those season unless she signed a contract for the two seasons. She's gonna get a bit much much deserved raise for that season four. See, like, I didn't see the wife, so I can't like I can't argue anything for Glenn Close. But I, it's not that I'm not knocking her at all. But the thing is, like, even if you liked Glenn Close or not, Olivia Coleman winning the Oscar, there's really no other argument that you can make that you can make for her not winning the Oscar other than Glenn Close. Yeah, it's Glenn Close. That's why I think she was the frontrunner because like, she hadn't won for so long. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like the Leonardo DiCaprio type of thing. But the difference is, is that like. You really don't have, you can't say anything about Olivia Coleman's performance that it wasn't as good as Glenn Close, in mm-hmm. my opinion. I think that her Oscar win was justified. Like, if Glenn Close wasn't in that category, Olivia No, I, I, I do think that she's, like, I thought it could have been between either of them. I, I like Lady Gaga. Like, I don't think Lady no, Gaga I, really had a, a, a chance no, between the two of them. No, I mean, no. she, there was a slim chance, but I, I really think it was Olivia, Olivia she Coleman. Was that, wasn't that like a shared award? That's just she tied with Glenn Close. Okay, so like, that's not really like... It is, though. I mean, I mean it's that's happened win. to a lot of other people, too, I like mean, Meryl Streep and stuff. I liked, Lady Gaga was amazing, but I never thought that she would actually win the Oscar. Who was the other person? She definitely that? deserved the nomination. She, Who's the other person, best actor? I feel like Yalitza. there's three, but I don't remember at all who uh, the other person. Yalitza. Oh, the girl uh, from, Roma. from Roma. I was like, forgive I, me, I, I don't know her. I was like, we're talking about these people. I was like, I feel like there's a fourth, and I can. There's a she got numbers. Yeah, was just four nominations. No, there's always five nominations in the acting categories. Because I was like, I feel like she got overshadowed by like the three of them. I feel like she did, but I feel like. Her being you know nominated was just enough for that category. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, she deserved it. Like, for someone who was not an actress, like, she was really good in that movie. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's any... I don't think that she acted bad or anything, but I think because Roma's more of, like, kind of, like, from what... I didn't see Roma, but from the impressions I got from it, it's more of, like, an ensemble type mm-hmm. of piece. Uh, or it's no, not really. No, but it's not, like, not an it's ensemble. More, it's more... A it's story. more about the it's filming. It's, it's, it's filming. It's a story movie, not an acting. Yeah, movie. Yeah, it's a story movie, not an acting movie. That's but, what I meant. Uh, the other actress was Melissa McCarthy. So I didn't see Can You Forgive Me, but I my she parents did see it, and they said that it was very nice to see Melissa McCarthy doing something different. She didn't do her like go to character. She didn't which do was her go to like nice. oh, and then turn into mm-hmm. you stupid motherfucker. I'm gonna cut your balls off. Yeah, but. It's it's nice when you get to see Carrie, um, like mostly like comedic actors do something yeah. serious. Like Kristen mm-hmm. Wiig has been doing it a lot, like as of lately. I mean, not that she never did it. She's about to be a Jim Jaguar. Was it? Or the best? She's about to be a cheetah. She's she's about to be cheetah. She's about to be cheetah. A cheetah. In Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah, she's not gonna be a cheetah. She's been. You don't know. We, well, I mean, she does. Yeah, but she's that's not her. I hope they go that way. I hope they just embrace it. Okay, okay. But we're going to move on, and this segue is going to be horrible because that's how angry I am, that Avengers Infinity Wars did not win Best Visual Effects. Um, I'm I, sorry. I, but I think that he might be alone in this. I think First Man... First Man first was excellent. Effects was 
beyond like that might have been the only good part of that movie yeah i mean that and the cinematography and there was nothing special I, everything there after was nothing special that that the scene with the moons and this and the scene when they're like taking off and everything that's like avengers cannot touch that type of visual i mean motion motion Thanos, motion right there but yeah but you also have it. you have andy circus and planet of the apes i guess Thanos is better than that i thought whoa no, no, no. no not even remotely i think i think we see some Marvel i think you're just no. seeing josh brolin and not the special effects because I, josh I brolin was excellent as Thanos, but i mean there's some scenes where he literally like looks yeah but as real as the actual he, real people but, but the thing is is that you're saying he looks as real as actual real people like, freaking first man recreated the moon, space. See, but after gravity, everything looks like gravity's visual yeah, effects. Yeah, but... but I, so that doesn't... Those space ones don't... Was, I don't think should win. First man... But just because gravity won, you don't think any space movies... Well, no, because everything just looks like they're copying gravity, so it doesn't look as good. It, it but, looks like it's a... a well, gravity... I, I, gravity, gravity was, I, I have to disagree with that, because we're talking about they're doing something that, like, isn't, like, physically, like, possible unless you're, like, in space. Like, you don't, like, just... We're talking about something that looks absolutely realistic, not like, oh, Thanos. Like, yeah, he looked great, but I don't think it even touches what First Man did. See, like, I'm not saying that First Man had very good special effects. I'm not, like, touting that. But I think, like, TV shows also do good special effects of, like, that kind of nature. No. That's just me. I'm the unpopular opinion of it. So that's just not at that level. If Andy Serkis cannot win for Planet of the Apes, Josh Brolin cannot win as Thanos. Because... Planet of the Apes is light years beyond what the, what Infinity War was. But after this they year, look like real. They look like realistic apes. They look. I like agree, actual and apes. they did. I, I'm just saying. Did Thanos look like an problem, actual Thanos? He did. The problem with like superhero movies and like people like Thanos is that because they're not real, it's all you're always going to know it's fake. When I mean, you're, I when you're, you're talking, saying, when you're talking about movies like First Man or Planet of the Apes. We're talking about movies that are taking things that are real, but they're not actually there, and they look real as shit. I think that's the difference is the realism, because it's like you, you're always going to know that Thanos isn't real. I know, so but you're, like, I mean, but it's the same, they're always like, going to know they weren't actually the moon. How, like, how am I going to say that this special effect is amazing when I have nothing to compare it to because he's not a real thing? You have other Marvel movies to compare it to, and that's about it. Yeah, no, which, I, but I mean, it's like yeah. they're not real things. I don't know if you guys agree with me, but it's just like, you know, Thanos isn't real. Like, what am I comparing him to? Like, oh, he looks so real, but he's not real. But so play, that's the realism. Let's play devil's advocate. advocate. Um, isn't that what special effects are supposed to do? They're supposed to create things that aren't there, that aren't real? No, that is true. But we're talking about also, like, creating something that is real. Like, you know, Andy Serkis as Caesar. That's not a real monkey, but how real does it look? It looks life-like so like that's why we're in awe of the special effects right and yes. then did i think it nominated yeah i think it might have well we're not going to agree we on this one so we're going to move on to the next one um the biggest winner of the night was bohemian rhapsody with the most awards for oscars and i am again the unpopular opinion don't agree that they should have won i think it should have won the sound that's it. Sound editing, sound mix. No, actually, I only think it should have won sound editing. And that's it. Mm. Black Klansman should have won editing. Um, Quiet Place should have won mixing. I am totally fine with that, but Rami Malek totally deserved an Oscar. I still like Christian I Bale I would have been fine with either Christian I Bale don't... or Rami Malek. They were both equally just as good. The only 
the only thing I give against Rami Malek was that, I mean, you can't really recreate Freddie Mercury's voice, but it was just so obviously not Rami Malek singing that I was like, that just kind of took me out of it a little bit. The only thing that took me out of it was he went, he dove right into the role. The thing is, he has a very distinctive voice. And he couldn't kind of, like his voice like that's what like that's what took me out of it. It was kind of like he his performance. If he didn't like, if I didn't hear him talk, I'd be like wow. But then he talks and it just sounds like Rami Malek trying to be Freddie Mercury. But that's the same thing that I can say for Christian Bale. I enjoyed Vice and I thought he was very good and very very good as Dick Cheney. But I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest and we we talked about this before. I don't think Christian Bale did anything out of the park with Dick Cheney. Because, I mean, honestly, I could take what the same exact thing that he was doing in Vice and put it into American Hustle. Whenever he plays those type of characters, he does the same exact thing and he has the same exact mannerisms. He he plays with his hands a lot and then he plays with his glasses and then he does the same exact voice. In both American Hustle and Vice, he does the same exact voice, he does the same exact thing. He's just like, well, you know, and then he also has that little smirk going on in his face. He does the same exact mannerisms. He goes like this. He plays with his hands. You guys can't see my hands right now, but he <laughs> plays with his, with his hands, and then he plays with his glasses. He goes like, boop. So the oh, he didn't play with his hands or his glasses in The Fighter, just to play devil's advocate. That's why I didn't no, no, say The Fighter. I'm kidding. <laughs> though, 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 that last scene in Vice, he, it was so eerie eerie and and just talking to the cat i thought that right there he could have won but um but i think though as a whole rami malik deserved to win i mean it didn't bother me that he won it didn't bother me that um christian bale lost i just thought that that either of them could have won and it, it would have been fine with everyone guys i'm just saying this drink is so good i just took the rest of kelly's it's like it's deadly. I'm not drinking anymore. I'm it's like it's food. just like a mimosa. It's just so good. It's like a mimosa, mimosa. but like refreshing. But okay, sorry, took a, took us off topic. Um, so speaking of Bohemian Rhapsody, which was made by Fox, that if you once the merger, the Disney and Fox merger come together, they would have won a total of eleven awards. What do you think about that? Is that like monopolizing the Oscars? Anymore? I don't think that don't think they're going to be making as many of those movies under the Disney banner. The guy, see, uh, I think his name was Alan Horn. He's like in charge of the film. I was reading an interview with him. And he said, like, now that we have Fox, I can make, like, we were never been able to make Bohemian Rhapsody, but now we can. And, but he, it was weird. He was like, because they're smoking in it. And I was like, that's the reason you couldn't make the movie. But anyway, moving on. He says, now we can make more movies like this. So you I'm curious what, like, to see. I don't actually really give a shit mm-hmm. <laughs> about whether or not they win all the awards or not because mm-hmm. I mean that has no bearing on whether or not a movie's good if a movie's good no, I really yeah. don't give a shit who made it I mean it is a monopoly in itself my only issue is that I don't think that they're gonna see this again just kind of like what you were talking about I don't think they're gonna see that many awards of the again because love Disney I'm a Disney fanatic but Disney has a very very strict code on what oh, they, they do. want to release and what they don't want to release so I think a lot of people who are very happy about it are going to, you know, kind of have a rude awakening, have realize, realizing that a lot of properties are not going to be as, like, gritty 
as they could be. But they, I mean, I don't know what they're doing, but they could release it. Like, they could keep, still call it, they can change, like, say, Fox Searchlight, which is a very big Oscar, like, what's a production company. They get a lot of nominations. They could just change the name and release it through that and still get, they are still getting the, you know what I mean? They're still technically winning the Oscar. It's like how they're going to be owning most of Hulu. So if their grittier shows go on Hulu, it's technically still part of the Disney brand. Yeah, no, but it's like the difference is that Disney has yet to have shown that it hasn't influenced any of its other like type of properties. That's, that's, we'll that's see once problem. it like goes official. So like I don't know, I could give two shits about how many awards it gets because of the merger, but my as long as the movies still have the same type of quality. But if they're gonna go down in quality because Disney still has to keep its clean cut image, like if they fuck up with Deadpool or something like mm-hmm. that, then. You know, they're going to find themselves in... Oh, they in said they're keeping it R, so we'll see. We'll yeah, see, but, yeah, but we'll see Dis- how, how we R it like, is. Yeah, we don't R, know yeah. what Disney's version of R is. Exactly. So we'll see when the merger goes full... When the merger gets completed. I don't know when that's going to happen, but we'll see. Um, but Disney, Disney's company, Marvel, had a good night. They won their first Oscars. They won their first Oscar with Black Panther. They won three, actually. And it was in the kind of non-blockbuster categories so like it was um costume it was production design it was score i was actually surprised it won as many as it did so is this going to be a trend in the future when more oscar movies, more marvel movies no well, i actually I, think that those are the three they would have succeeded in. i think it deserved those three mm-hmm. i don't oh, know, I, do too. I don't know if it's going to continue because black panther is a very different movie compared to other marvel oh movies. i, I what, what about you think like captain marvel can like pull no. something like this hell no I think I'm excited for Captain Marvel. Don't me saying hell no doesn't mean I don't think it's gonna be good. I'm very excited, but Captain Marvel hundred percent is not gonna be able to It was just the time it was just the this most was the motivation also the first, behind it at the time. The first African American superhero. I mean we've already had Wonder Woman, so Yeah, so Captain Marvel so is that, and Wonder Woman that. still did a four hundred million dollars. And Wonder Woman was in talks of getting a best picture. Yeah, animation. Wonder Woman, so. Gal Gadot, uh Patty Jenkins were all screen screenplay. Yeah, they were, they were, were all shortlisted for the Oscars. Did you get anything? No, it was no. completely shut down. Completely shut unfortunately. Out. You know the thing is also Wonder Woman was also kind of like a period piece in a, mm-hmm. in a sense. I just don't think Captain Marvel like the the problem with the Marvel movies, I don't think it's going to go forward is that like, you know, Marvel movies aren't they're just like, you know, they're made to like please the general audiences and everything. Like some of them that. will have like so like I think Civil War, like some of them like not like all of them, all of them are very good, but like some of them are like but they're not special. Like a few of them are. Yeah, but they're not keyed towards the Oscars. Black Panther is a is a different story. Like mm-hmm, that's true. It Black Panther is a completely different movie in its own. Exactly. Yeah, so I was when I saw it, I thought it was like, oh, this isn't like a normal action like blow like bunch of like effects explosions. It's not that type of like that type of superhero movie. It's more of a story driven. It's like what we've been seeing that's been starting to come out as a trend, like Logan and everything. Mm-hmm. We're talking about like character, character-driven movies. You know, it's not just like oh, he's a superhero or something. Like I can see Captain Marvel's trying to do that, but yeah. I just don't think it's gonna succeed yeah, in like the awards, like what we're what we think it's gonna do. Speaking of Captain Marvel, though, Brie Larson and Samuel Jackson were presenters at the Oscars, and another thing they did with the presenters, they did this kind of. Different, different thing to present the Best Picture nominees. Uh, they had people from highly recognized people from all walks of life. So they had Congressman John Lewis, an actor or actress, 
Um, is it Amandala? It's Amandala Stenberg. Amanda Steenberg. Stenberg. Stenberg. Uh, present Green Book. Chef Jose. Uh, Jose. Uh, Jose. Jose Andres. Thank you. And actor Diego Luna. They had comedians Nina Carvey and Mike Myers do Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, besides uh, Jose Andres and Diego Luna did Roma. They had actress Barbara Streisand. She presented Black Klansman. The Daily Show host Trevor Noah presented Black Panther. Tennis player Serena Williams presented A Star Is Born. Singer, well, rapper and actress Queen Latifah presented The Favorite. And the so um from the band Rage Against the Machine. Tom Morello presented Vice. I found it very weird. Some of the, I thought Dana Carvey, Mike Myers, that was amazing what they did. That was kind of like a, that was a whole they match. had to do it. Um, that, that was good. I, I besides thought, that, I didn't care for it. I, I thought it was really weird that they had a congressman there. Well, he's did a big mean, political, like he, he was a big civil rights you know activist. What the thing is, is that I felt like it's a total slap in the face to a man Lassenberg to do Green Book, and, like, this is just for the fact that I am not an Amanda Stenberg fan. I am not mm -hmm. a fan of her. I really don't care for her much, but she blew me away mm -hmm. in The Hate You Give. Mm -hmm. And to be quite honest, I think The Hate You Give should have been an Oscar contender. I saw that movie, and literally, I didn't even know what the hell I was going to go see. Really? Me and Jimmy, we went to go see it, and we were watching previews, and I looked at Jimmy, and I'm like, have you ever actually seen one preview for this movie? And I was like, nope, but it has a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes and exactly. an A-plus cinema score, so why not see it? And we were laughing because we were like, we have no idea what this freaking movie is even about. So we went into a movie just based on its Rotten Tomatoes score and walked out just amazed. Blown away. That ha I mean, but if you go in with low expectations, that happens a lot. No, like, this movie... No, I wasn't going in with low expectations. Oh, really? I don't care for Amanda Stenberg either. And I thought it was just going to be a you know another young adult. Young adult. Well, that's what I'm saying. You came film. in with a uh, you no, came in, but, but, it's, it's, but it's, it's much more than a young adult movie. film. This it's, movie is amazing. It's much more. It's got a much powerful message than most young adult films. I mean, it's probably got a more powerful message than probably any of the best picture films this year. It honestly, I honestly think that the hate you give possibly eclipses all the best picture films yeah that that was that one good. of my favorite is, films so yeah like i would watch that movie repeatedly like Amanda, it's, it's not an easy watch no it, it is it's, not it's a very watch. heavy it's a very heavy film i don't want to i don't want to like get too much into it for people who haven't seen it because mm -hmm. honestly like this is a movie that flew under the radar for like a shitload of people this like i don't know have you seen it now this movie it blew me away. You guys keep saying that. I need to watch it. But like, I I was almost speechless at the end of the movie. Really? Because like, it made the way you it makes you look at the situation that happened. It just it's one of those movies that make you think. It gives you if if you're not an African American, it makes you actually it it, it gets the their point of view across perfectly you use you it makes you think it makes yeah. you think like crazy this podcast is sponsored by the hate you <laughs> no but like but like it really is like anyone who hasn't seen it go out and see it and you will see exactly what we are talking about yeah. amanda well, i'm sorry what's your last amanda name amanda stenberg stenberg she should have presented black panther because she almost was cast in it 
I thought that would be funny. Well, I no, I think Green Book is funny. All of these. No, I get why she did it, but that'd been funny if she presented for Black. Panther. I thought all of these were pretty weird, except for the Bohemian Rhapsody and yeah. the Black Panther one. Okay. You didn't. You didn't think you thought Black Panther is less weird than Green Book? Yes, because Trevor Noah had he he was in he Black was Panther. in Black Panther. He's in Black Panther. Exactly. Yes. A lot of people don't know it. He was in his voice was in Black Panther. He he was like almost not like a producer. He was a consultant. Wait, on where the was movie. his voice? That I don't know. I he's just, like in a very small. Yeah, I just know he's. he's oh, in it is it like the very beginning, where like they're playing newscast? I don't. I remember. don't know, but he, but he was a consultant because it does take place in Africa, and he yeah. is from South Africa, so it's they wanted to kind of get, you know, yes, the culture right, which, yeah. which I think is one of the reasons why it did so well. Now but, I'm gonna bring up the weird part. Oh wait, hold on, finish what you're saying. But I think the weirdest one was Barbara Streisand. <laughs> with black clansmen because I was like what does she have? I also like how she was dressed all black and I was like, like what does she have to do with <laughs> anything right now like are her slightly friends why is she not doing Star Wars you would think she, she, she should have been Star Wars born. It's, it's like almost like they were backstage and they accidentally switched Serena Williams and Barbara Streisand that would have made so much more sense <laughs> it was just like we're just gonna roll with it since I, I, I thought they should have they should have they should have got Barbara Streisand and either Chris Christopherson or Liza Minnelli or to, Judy to, well no that's why I'm saying Liza Minnelli Adam McRae what a dick thing to say I'm sorry or or get Liza Minnelli to to do the to do the new Star is Born okay but I need to bring up this one fact what was Diego Luna doing like he was speaking Spanish. I have no problems because he was presenting Roma. But what was? Why was he doing that? Because Javier Bardem had just gone on stage right before him and done they that. They knew he was going to do but that. But they so. knew he was going to do that, so yeah. they had the you know the subtitles and everything. Diego Luna. And Jose Andreas did that too. I just kind of felt like he last minute decided let me do this like, because cool. I he saw did. Javier Bardem do it. Yeah. But it was just kind of like, bro, what are you kind of doing? Like, like just just present, okay? Like. You know, you didn't tell them beforehand, and like, if you might be saying something absolutely beautiful, but the audience has no idea what you're saying. Most of the audience. Most of the no audience. Idea. So it's like, I just felt like that was so awkward, and maybe he was just kind of like, that looks cool, and followed. That was like my biggest gripe, because like, I was sitting watching, I was like, what's he doing? See, I wish they just would have had the cast, and they present the movies. I like when they, like, the SAG Award has it right. They present. They're they're the ones that are like representing movies. I like when they go out and they I, I present, would, They I, say this is our movie. Like, please enjoy. It. I would like the director of every of the or that. movies yeah. to come out because they're the ones. It's their vision. It's their vision. Well, most of the time, it's their vision, but they're the ones whose vision is on the screen. It is. I have to agree. Like, it's just you know what? If you're gonna present something and like, you have the people who made the movie do it. Yeah. Or have some sort of remembrance. Rem- That's not a word. That's not a word. I can't think of the word I want to say. But well, like a word for on me. that note, we're going to move on. We're going to move on on that <laughs> note there. So the uh, big thing tonight was that everyone thought Rome was going Best Picture. I thought I, I, I had a feeling Green Book was going to win because it won the PGA. But it kind of got a lot of, a lot of flack for being the safe movie, just like the safe pick. Apparently, it's like the lowest rated on Rotten Tomatoes since Crash. Spike Lee kind of threw some shade at it, you know. He, no one. I mean, well, Spike Lee got up and tried to leave the 
ceremony and they said no sit back in really yeah, yeah jordan peele like ran after jordan peele had to like talk more for less and after he won the oh wait after green book one yeah, after green, green book, book one they announced green book and he, he got up and up left and went to go leave jordan peele went after him had some words with him and then he sat jordan, back down but wouldn't he look. turned his back towards the towards the stage the, towards the stage really i didn't hear yeah. that okay i mean i understand what spike why spike lee got very angry with that i just don't I'll be honest, like, that's kind of childish. It is Spike Lee, though. I like the, that movie, though. Like, I like I, like, I really enjoy Besides the beginning, I really enjoy Green Book. And I like Roma, don't get me wrong, but I just don't think Roma was, win, like, Best Picture winner material. I personally don't think that we had very strong candidates, to be honest. Sorry, born all the way, guys. Well, no, I think I, with I, Roma... I just, I think it kind of people were a little weary of voting for that because then they're like, okay, now now if this we're wins, like giving the okay, we're giving the okay yeah. for Netflix to do whatever they want them run the Oscars streaming world. services and everything. and it's also taking away from um, like the golden age of Hollywood. I think that's that's a little scary for certain people. But I also, I mean, I thought it was going to be Roma just because a lot of the new voters they're not white, so I thought it was going to be more of a What's the word I'm looking for? Diverse. A diverse movie. I don't think that I didn't think that Roma was gonna win. Not like throwing out all the diverse stuff. I don't think it was gonna win because the Oscars actually don't really tend that much to vote for movies that like it's kind of like it was made to be a best picture nominee. And I know a lot of people say that like we shouldn't vote for the best picture until five years after because usually about five years after is when you can tell if a movie that was nominated if it held up and stuff. But I feel like this one. I, I like this I movie. I think I this one no would hold up though. With Green Book, but I honestly just think in general, like this is probably a very weak Best Picture nomination roster, in my opinion. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot. I, I, there's a lot of nominations on Best Picture, like Vice. I don't know how that got nominated, and there are certain things like that where I was like, yeah, there could have been. There were a couple. There were a few other ones that could have took. That could have replaced ones that are already up there. I hate you, Gav. Yeah. The Quiet Place. The yeah, quiet The place. Quiet Place. Oh my gosh. Avengers. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. No. Yeah, Two Marvel movies. That that would have been that's too much. Listen, then we hear the crickets come in. Oh, let's like, see. I wanted to hear what you guys would say if I said that. Yeah, it's just silence because I'm feeling some secondhand embarrassment right now. My fingers are curling in. Well. <laughs> well, that's the wrap up of the Oscars, guys. Yeah, so they, they, they yeah, did announce that the next date is going to be February 9th, 2020, which is almost a month earlier this time. It's probably the earliest it's been in a really long time. And, and that messes up a lot of festivals and stuff. Yeah, right? I'm not sure if it's because they want it, they don't want such a big gap between the Golden Globes and the SAG Awards. You know I also be, read, though... Let's be like 100% honest, this is a tentative date because the Oscars, as soon as we get, we're getting closer to that award season... We're going to be hearing a lot of bitching again. I also read somewhere that they want it to not be like people are, since they see all the other award shows, they know who are going to win already. They want it to be a surprise a little bit, which makes sense because it kind of, the Oscars are the last one. So it's kind of like, yeah, but you know what? This yeah. is the first Oscars in a really long time that the, every predict, almost literally every prediction from every other award show was correct. So that's a, I think that was another thing. I think the only, well, that's what I'm saying. That's, the that's only, exactly the I'm only saying. one that people weren't a hundred percent sure of was the best actress race. Exactly. Yeah. I think everyone else knew where everything else was going. Uh, yeah, a couple of the little ones, but like that's the thing. I think they want to make it more of a, ooh, who's gonna win? Who's gonna win the Oscar? You know, like I, I think that's what they're going for. But it messes up a lot of film festivals. There's gonna be like no. There's gonna be so much promotion for every you know best picture or I every nominated one. 
I don't even think that that was the like the Oscars the where it is. I don't even think it was fault. I just personally think that like the movies this year, like I don't, I just don't think they had as I just don't think they were as strong as they have been in previous See, like, years. I saw. I think a lot of movies that were better than you was overlooked. I mean, I agree with you. I saw all the all thirty seven of them, and I, I mean, it was really they all were really good. They don't pick bad movies except for a few instances, but like there, there are, has been stronger years. There there have there were other movies that came out this year, like you said, what are you give? I will say that over and over again. Quiet the Place. Quiet Place. There were a lot I think there were a lot more movies this year that deserved nominations than the ones that were. because they just are kind of like, these are supposed to be Oscar nominated movies. I I agree. But, and that is where the Chico we ended. I'm uncomfortable. I don't know why they're doing it. We're not. We're not. So, I was trying to get him from banging on the table and blowing out your earphones. I know. I make, I make a lot of noise. I talk with my hands. Either way, I think that brings the end to our bro- broadcast. <laughs> our first podcast. Our first Our, our inaugural podcast of Pop Poor Review. Please, if you like us, follow us on our Twitter and our Instagram, at Pop Horror Review, and we'll see you next episode, guys. Uh, if you don't like us, still keep listening to us. Why would you say that? Okay, guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.